Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm your host, Camia, and welcome to Go Off and Create the Podcast, the very first episode. Woo! I know. Yay. Today, I'm joined by my girl, Jen Pearson. What's up? Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, hey. Oh. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. Um, so what kind of creative are you, Jen? And by that, I mean, like, what do you do? So I do a lot of things, um, but really my bread and butter would have to be social media, um, social media marketing, the strategy behind it, creating, you know, creative that goes along with that and paid ads, even though like if I have access to a graphic designer who's awesome, then I'm always going to want to work with them. Um, let's see, what else am I? I guess I'm a new illustrator. I think so. I would say I'm an artist. I would say so you are. <laughs> so that's a new passion that I am unearthing, which I'm really, really excited about. But yeah, um, all of these just fall under my umbrella, you know, for my personal brand. I am Jen Pearson and it's all me, all the things that I do, all the things. So yeah, I'm just a creative that, you know, is inspired by a lot of things. Which is kind of like the premise of creativity. I think that all creatives pretty much are inspired by a lot of things, I think. Yeah, I think that's pretty true. Um, so I would, I would definitely say I'm a creative in that sense. I'm inspired by everything. It could be the smallest thing, too. Um, you know, just like watching a show or something like that. And I'm like, hey, yes, I want to do this. It's just a whole project. No, I love it. Um, this little background story, I had the pleasure of meeting Jen this year because we both work together at a very cool company. Um, but me and her both are also kind of doing like our own endeavors outside of that company. We're on our own little adventure, finding our own creative lanes, even during, you know, challenging times as these. And so I just knew that I had to have you on because I don't know, we're we're not doing exactly the same thing, but I think the fact that we're pursuing um, creativity is why we're on like the same path, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I always turn to you when I need some guidance or some sort of, you know, sounding board to make sure that I'm going in the right direction. Um, so it's always helpful to have people who are like-minded that just understand there's opportunity here. Like there's opportunity to create or do something fun. So I really appreciate that, Cam. Oh, you're so welcome. But you said something really important about like reaching out for support because I think in finding your own path, like in this particular journey that I'm in now, you know, starting go off and create, um, I didn't realize how much of a support system that I had. Like, you know, um, I think I talked to you about this briefly, but I was just kind of like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I'm kind of doing it alone. Um, but when I launched uh, Go Off and Create on social media platforms, just the amount of support that I had from you and uh, my other friends and everything, I was like, wow, I guess I really am not really alone, even though it kind of feels that way. So I was just like, wow, like I really do have a support system um, that I'm truly tremendously grateful for. Um, and I think that kind of helps when you're, you're trying to figure things out, because if I'm being quite honest, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I just jump in there. Um, I don't know if you feel like you know what you're doing. Do you feel like you know what you're doing? Never. Like, I really just go in and I try to rearrange things and hope that nothing dies in the process. 
(laughs) (laughs) Nothing feels horrible, horribly. Right. (laughs) Like nothing is set on fire. So it's just kind of, you know, discovering new territory every time that we're creating something. And I think that's really cool. Um, And when you talk about support, like I feel the exact same way. Like I don't know what I'm doing, but when you have people that like what you're doing, they're telling you to keep going. It gives you the drive to figure out, okay, what else am I capable of? So it's important to have a support system that truly gets you and they understand your personality. So whatever avenue you go, you know, go in, whatever lane you think about switching to, it's okay to switch to that lane. Absolutely. And also within that support system, have someone who's willing to be honest with you, uh, constructive criticism. I, I don't want anybody to be a yes man. You know, I don't want anyone to just, you know, like everything I do. It's okay. If it, it is good. That's fine. But if there are any tweaks or anything that can be fixed, you know, I want genuine honesty. And and also, like, I am not afraid to hire to my weakness or hire to my time deficiency. I don't think I have to do all things, even though I, I try to do all things. And it's it's hard because I'm like, there are definitely a lot of things that come along with go off and create that I don't like doing. You know, it's, it's hard to have to be the creative and the, the admin person and, um, and the tax person and all those things. So it no, can be grueling in that sense. But again, I'm trying to feel my way through it because I don't know. And like, I don't know everything. And I'm a very structured person, but it makes me feel vulnerable. You know, do you feel... Like, there's things that you're doing with I am Jen Pearson, which is basically just you, um, that makes you very vulnerable. Um, yes, I will say, like, right now, I'm learning that collaboration is everything. Um, I will say that one of the most important people in my life taught me something very, very important rework is expensive, rework costs money, rework costs time, and as much as I want to explore everything and as much as I want to have my hands on everything, it's important to have people that know what they're doing in your corner because you're going to save so much time and then you're going to have the opportunity to, you know, take all of that creative freedom and put it towards something that you're really, really interested in and that you have, you know, control of. Yeah. Um, So for me, like I'm a control freak when it comes to creating things and I need to learn that, collaboration is going to be like my medicine for me being a control freak. I have to learn that it's important for other hands to touch projects. It's okay for different perspectives to jump into it. And mm-hmm. even better, um, instead of my me control thinking, freak, are you micromanaging? You know, I can. I am a micromanager, but I hate to be micromanaged. So I guess it <laughs> <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I hate being micromanaged. So who am I to micromanage people, right? Um, right. <laughs> that's awful. But <laughs> it's so much easier to tell people like, just do A, B, and C, and it will work. Like it'll work because I, I can need to know, all right? Right. Don't like, bear off the path, people. Right. Stay focused. Stay <laughs> sharp. Stay vigilant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have to learn to stop micromanaging when it comes to my things because you know, you're just trying to get to the bigger picture, you know, the end goal. You know, that's, it's interesting because like, I don't really consider myself a control freak, but 
when it comes to, I guess, things that I'm doing, I actually started to realize, and it's probably because of business and everything that I'm like, I guess I do have those tendencies because you, like you said, you want things to be done in a sense, the right way when there's really not a right way. So basically you just want it to be done your way. Yeah. And you try to really either, either you're trying to control someone to do it or you're just trying to do everything yourself and then you're running yourself into the ground, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just, I just think that's one of those things when you're on that path of trying to figure out your own creative path, like be very conscious about yourself and assess yourself because you will learn things about yourself. Cause that's what I learned about me. I was like, Oh wow, I guess I do try to, cause I have a very like go get a mentality. Like if it's time to do something, let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's work. And so I think that almost in a sense spills over into kind of like, well, this is how it has to be done. Like, this is how I got to do it. And then sometimes I have to tell myself like, no, you technically don't have to do it that way. There's no rules to this. So right. I kind of have to slap my own hand and keep my own self in check. It's very, it's you said what? It's tough. I mean, like, it's scary just, you know, relinquishing all of that energy and just, you know, letting somebody else take the reins. It's scary. But something great can be on the other side of that. But it's such a habit, you know, when you're working on things and you know how you want it to be done, you know what you want it to look like. It's mm -hmm. such an easy habit to fall into. It, it totally is. It totally, like, this thing of business or or leadership which I think all very much intertwine with being a creative whatever lane you do, you do go down it it's all a learning process like it really is and it's true it's not for the faint of heart at all um I know one of the things that I said on on my heart like a, a few months ago was like imposter syndrome you know like I'm doing this thing with golf create which for me I want to create like a community and I want to be able to support other creatives and, you know, not just myself, but other creatives. And, and behind that is me working on brands. That's what I do. I am a graphic designer. And so for me, it was just kind of like, can I really do this? You know, like there's so many people out there who do it already. And even mm -hmm. though I know they say there's a lot of people who do the same thing, but they're not you. Mm -hmm. It still, it still feels like, okay, there's still just a lot of people doing it. And, and, where is the lane for me to do it? You know, can I do it? Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And it seems like these people know what they're doing. So can I really break into this, this, uh, this uh, entrepreneurship of brand design or, or what is the thing that I can do that makes it more custom to me? Cause I truthfully don't want to do what everybody else is doing, you know? Right. And how do I create my own unique um, sense of business and honestly that's where I'm at right now but prior to that it definitely was a lot of imposter syndrome especially when it comes to like the kind of designer I am like mm -hmm. I admire a lot of people and I had to finally realize that I I don't design that way like I like you know clean and simplistic you know um even though I'm very appreciative of all the other stuff I see but it's like that's not my lane you know I'm not an illustrator um, and I'm okay with that. Like, I, I can't just sketch off the top of my head. I used to sketch just by mimicking things and looking at them and drawing them that way, you know? So really having to learn to be appreciative of how I do things in comparison to how other people do things. No, I totally get that. Like, that's how I feel with my art. 
I have so many people that I admire and these artists are just like out of this world and I love their style. I love everything that they're doing. And then when I look at mine, it's just like, um, I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call this a hobby until <laughs> you're out what we're doing here. But, um, you know, when you have people that actually support it and they're like, Hey, I love your work. I love your art. That imposter syndrome definitely kicked in. And I was like, um, you're probably playing with me. Is this a spam account? So <laughs> it was crazy. It's crazy because there are people that actually like it and, you know, commissions coming in and, I, I didn't know how to respond to that at all. Like you definitely know what I'm talking about. Like yes. I don't I don't know how to respond to this. I don't know what this is. I don't know what you're really asking me for, but here's what I can do. Pick from my list. Um <laughs> right. and, <I> go. <laughs> <laughs> and so far it's been working out. Like I'm I'm finding my style, you know, I'm slowly walking away from from you know, just the thought process that I'm okay. Now I'm getting better. Like, I don't want to just be okay. I want to be great. I want to be fantastic. So that imposter syndrome, it'll just have a strong hold on you. But once you have that aha moment or just that moment where someone can really, you know, affirm what you're doing. Yes. It's, it's you know, humbling. It's really, really exciting. So it yeah, is. imposter syndrome is crazy. You said what? Imposter syndrome is really crazy. It is crazy. And it, it's, it's funny because I don't think it really matters how confident you are. Like, or, you know, like, you might think, like, a person who's not confident would be, like, would think they're an imposter syndrome. But I think it can creep up on the, anybody. Like, it can. It can. It can happen to anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, once imposter syndrome strikes, it's there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, because, of course, outside looking in, like, I tell you all the time, your stuff is dope. Like, I love your your illustrations and your line art and all that stuff, you know? And so, but, of course, when, even, like, even you, you even said, like, you loved my work before, but it's, like, when it's just you and you're looking at your work, because you're so close to it, you're like, uh. Yes. Like, it's just something I did, you know? It's just something I do. Like, I don't know if it's that amazing. Like, is it that amazing? And even to go a step further and really put yourself out there and, like, show the world, in a sense, your work, that is hard. That is really challenging. And, I mean, I commend you because you're doing it with, with your page. But even for me to put out, like, some logos that I've done and stuff, I'm just like, ah. Like, you know, what if somebody sees this and they're like, this ain't that cool, which is fine because I don't, I don't care in the sense of, like, if you don't like it, then I'm going to be sad. I don't. Like, if you don't like it, cool. Then you just don't like it. Art is subjective. But, but still, like, just the, the rawness of just putting it out there, period. And it's like, what if everyone's like, you don't really know what you're doing? Like, like across the board, it's like, ah, like, I don't know. But there's nothing to it but to do it, right? You just got to rip the Band-Aid off and, and throw yourself out there. Exactly. And, like, if any haters come to your page, Cam, you already know I'm on there, like, Gonna block, we're gonna block that so you okay so you're my bodyguard i'll be the bodyguard for your page too if you need me i will definitely block that so i got your back like a sweater like a sweater yeah <laughs> and by the way um making songs is something i do for the people out there if you don't know <laughs> life is a musical it is it truly is it really is i, I enjoy it better that way um but even now like we are in a very interesting set of times and and I think that the cloud is lifting a little bit but you know also trying to feel like 
you're discovering yourself and trying to pursue things in a time where you're not even sure if the climate is open to that, you know, mm. um, you know, if it's too soon. But I, I think that creativity in a way is an escape, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so you don't always have to focus on um, very difficult situations. I think it's, it's good to take a, a, a break, if you will, to find a place of peace and kind of like bring yourself back excuse me. Um, cause even now, like even posting for, for myself, like I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, I'm like, okay, what, like, what kind of content do I want to post? Like, and be able to do it consistently. Like, what does that look like? I, I guess a content strategy, a content schedule, you know, to consistently be able to post things. Cause of course, for um, Juneteenth, like I had a whole campaign. It was easy to post because I had something to post around. But now that we're, you know, out of that, I'm like, I don't really know what I need to be posting, what I need to be talking about, what stories I need to be telling right now. Um, and, and the stories can pertain to me. They don't have to pertain to like anything out there in the world. But I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure this all out as I go. And and be kind to myself and not not feel like, okay, well, I'm going to lose followers because I'm not posting this whole week or something like that. But I'm like, I have to keep telling myself, you're going to get this figured out. Now, I do pray that, you know, help comes along my way, uh, whether I can find someone to help me with, like, the strategy of it all. But do you, Jen, know what you're going to post? Like, do you just have it figured out? I actually don't for my personal pages, but for any brand pages that I'm working on, oh yeah, we know where we're going with that. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm so low Delo. Cammy, you don't have it figured out, but she got it figured out. No, I don't have it figured out on my personal pages at all. Um, it's it's almost like testing for me, just because social media is very hard for me because I'm a private person. Mm-hmm. There's things that I don't want people to see, and then there's certain things that, you know, I just don't feel like are part of my brand, air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes that doesn't matter. Um, I think it's important to do what feels comfortable. I think it's important to do what works, especially mm-hmm. on social media, because you'll you'll be able to tell, you'll be able to see what content your audience is responding to always. And I try to take that, you know, perspective with all of my posts because right now I see that my illustrations are doing well. So, okay, I'm just going to take my real life off. (laughs) (laughs) Since y'all aren't feeling that, that's cool. I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm not upset, but I mean, that's exciting because just to know that they're excited about my illustrations, I'm just going to keep doing that. And, um, I look at what's trending too. Like what are people attracted to what's going on out there and how can I make it mine? Um, that's really good. Like, how do you make it yours? How do you make it work for you? Because you always want the content to serve you at some point. Absolutely. You said some, something that also stood out, which was your private person. Um, and I don't know if I can, I'm, I'm private in ways, but it just stood out to me because I'm like, I'm definitely um, a sociable person, like by nature. Like, I, I'm very much an extrovert and stuff like that. But I think what it's not obvious about me is that I am shy too. So going back to what you said about like posting is like, that was a difficult part for me too, is posting 
you know, not even not on my personal page, but on my my business page, is posting a picture of me and then talking about there's a blog post up, you know, go read it, mm-hmm. you know, because one, I don't consider myself a writer, um, but I do like to journal. That's part of the part of who I am. Just naturally, I like journaling. There's something about taking a pen to paper and just really having a mind dump. Um, so I just infuse that into blogging, but that was very much like nerve wracking for me because I was like, okay, I'm not really, this is not really my, my lane to like share like that. So I was like, okay, um, that was challenging. I think I even told you that. And I was like, all right, I don't know. I'm going to do it, but I'm just kind of like, ah, this is a weird. And I think going back to looking at what people pay attention to or what people want from you, I think the blog did really well compared to like me posting about logos. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I have to be mindful of that too. Like, okay, people want, maybe people want to hear from me more often. I don't know. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out, but um, I think that I will. But I guess I'm saying all that to say, like, you can be private and be in a social platform. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because there's so many things to talk about on the internet. Like, social media, the internet in general, it's undefeated. If there's, sure. not a joke, if there's not a joke, then there's going to be some sort of topic that you're going to feel passionate about. You're going to feel something towards it. And, you know, you want to share your perspective. I think that's really, really important um, to do every once in a while, to make sure that your voice is heard and to make sure that you're not kind of unplugging too much from the world, which I am an advocate for unplugging from the world, you know, just because <laughs> it can be consuming. It can be a lot happening at, you know, at one time, but sometimes you, you want to be in there. You want to know what's going on. You want to know the facts. And then from there, you can just build whatever you want to from that on your page. And um, I think lately that's been something that I've been doing with my social media and just, it's kind of how now my art is defined just by celebrating black women. Mm-hmm. right now black people need to celebrate themselves quite often <laughs> right? Um, just because we need that joy in the world right now and um that's something that i wanted to continue i want that to be a lifelong journey for me to celebrate black women in art no and that's a beautiful journey and you're obviously doing a great job of it so far because i appreciate you i go hard on your designs i know but um do you think there was something in particular that helped you just really get on that path that was meant for you? Or was it just kind of like, you know, this is just where I'm at right now? Um, I think in some ways I was forced into it. Um, just because, well, of course, you know, everybody had to be in the house at some point in time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> COVID compliant. You know, so- and we're still in it we're still in it. So I had to find something to do because if I didn't, I was just going to work um, around the clock. And that's no fun. That's no fun. It's not healthy. And it kills the joy out of the things that I like to do most. Like I love social media, but if I'm doing it around the clock, like I'm going to delete some tweets. I don't know. I, <laughs> right. I just can't. I really can't. So I had to figure out, okay, what do I like to do? What's some free therapy for me? Right. And I went back to drawing. Um, It was something that I did years and years ago. We're talking like 20 years ago. And then fast forward to today, I pick up the iPad and my pen and I'm just like, okay, let's, let's try something different. Let's try something new. And like riding a bike. 
it felt like riding a bike. I felt very, very comfortable. Um, I was excited about it. At first, I wasn't sure what type of feedback I would get from it. Um, but I put it out there. I put it out there because, hey, at this point, you know, we're all stuck in the house. We need an outlet. We need something different in our lives. We need something to shake things up in a good way. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, life's really been coming at our neck. So I just wanted something that wasn't going to be as aggressive. And <laughs> a little gentler. <laughs> a little gentler, you know, something nice. I wanted to be nice to me. And <laughs> art was that. So it worked out very well. Um, I got a lot of uh, positive feedback from it. And I decided to keep going. I decided to keep going. So that's where we are now. And I don't know, I like it when those types of things happen where you're not too sure, but you're going to throw it out there anyway, see what bites. And um, the people that, it's funny because the people that know me well, they just didn't know that I had this side to me. They didn't know that, mm -hmm. you know, art was something that I was passionate about. So it was kind of like a reintroduction. Um, and I thought it was necessary at this point in time. Oh, uh, very necessary. Uh, the things I was trying to do <laughs> to keep myself busy. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to learn how to play the recorder again. Um, buns? You said what? Hot cross buns? Hot cross buns? Yeah. Did you play the song? No. What? Everybody plays that song on the recorder, no? Was it just I don't, I, Look, I'm going to have to hear a recording of that song because I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But but I don't I found my middle my recorder from middle school and I was like oh yes I'm doing this, but of course life happens and so what I planned to do with that was learn and I actually started I was looking at little videos on YouTube University everybody knows how that goes, and I was playing uh what was I playing I think it was like Farmer in the Dale or something like that I don't know oh you're no. all advanced no 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 um Old McDonald had a farm I think it was that one and yeah pretty advanced you think so? i don't think that was that too advanced we were twinkling a little star and like honestly we were just like kind of at the top we didn't get to the end really there was just a lot going on that's so funny because i think i started off with um i think i started off with twinkle twinkle little star and i was like oh this is getting too complicated <laughs> i was like i need another one some of these some of the notes are not easy to hit but but um what should we call it? Like I got busy and then it's like my mind can no longer focus on that. Then I mm -hmm. had to start focusing on, you know, um, work and uh, also like, and by work, I mean like the work that we do. And then on top of that, go off and create um, on the side. And it's like, I can only put my brain into so many, many boxes mm -hmm. before I'm like, all right, well now I just need to shut it off and just do what I want to do, which is like watch TV <laughs> or or watch, you know, uh, YouTube or something and not have to do so much like uh, mentally tasked things because it does take a lot of brain power. It takes a lot of brain power to do creative work or, or you know, any, I don't want to say like any work because like I feel like, like you said, like doing the recorder or art, it's like freeing, it's, it's fun. And in a sense, some design work could be that way, but designing for someone else, it does take a lot of brain power because I want to do it Right, and I want to do it to where they're happy and they're getting what they want. And sure. so, once that starts happening, once I feel like my brain's going into too many boxes, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to just pause for the cause and put that to the side for now. So that's what happened to recording. <laughs>
me becoming a recording um, superstar. I had to it for like six months and you'll be a superstar, you know, and then you'll be viral on YouTube University. And then uh -huh. people are going to watch your videos to become a superstar. It's a chain. You think so? Nah, I don't think so. I don't feel like it's a calling to my heart. I just feel like it was fun. It's fun to do. What did you say earlier? Hobby? Yeah. Mm hmm You know, I don't know how skilled I've become with it, but I'll stick with the hobby. I'll add it to my hobby list. It's on there with uh, photography and videos. Oh, nice. Mind you, hobbies for me mean just that, hobbies. It doesn't mean I want to be hired to do those things. Mm -hmm. It means that I love being able to dabble in those spaces when I want to, creating projects in those spaces when I want to, and being able to step away when I want to. For sure. Like, I would say cooking is a hobby for me, but I'm not going to go out here and, you know, create a full meal for everybody and ask people to pay me because I don't know. I just... I know people that actually do that. So I'm going to point you in their direction. Like, right. Like, it's like, you might want to have them over me. <laughs> right. You know, presentation. But also with, with, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Presentation is key. I was just saying like, I'm the person I'm putting in the bowl. And if it's good, it's good. You know but, what I mean? Well, actually I do like presentation. Like if I'm going in, like I really will try to like play beautifully. I get it. Iron Chef vibes. It's, it, but see, that's still a part of like, I don't know, the art of it, you know? Mm -hmm. But even even with trying people out there trying to find their own creative path, like also just, I think it's important to figure out what it is something that you want to pursue and what is a hobby. Because I tr genuinely believe like some things you may like doing as a hobby and that's it. It's not something you want to pursue as a career or as a business or anything like that. And I think it's important to know those differences. Because if you pursue something as a business or a career, but you really prefer it to stay a hobby, you're going to end up resenting it. You're going to end up hating it. And that's not what you want, because that's going to throw you off your path. And I think that it's important for what you're doing. Like, for what I'm doing, I know that I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate mm -hmm. about, like, graphic design, but I'm passionate about community and, and, and support and doing that as well. So how do you marry those things together? um is where i'm at so what with what you're doing are these like genuine things you want to pursue or is it just like you're enjoying just almost like the flow of it all like it, it's not necessarily a hobby or is it a hobby i mean that's a great question i would definitely say my social media is like nine to five like that's just like straight business for me. I never feel comfortable doing other people's social media just because it's such a hands-on job if you're really going to do it. Um, and that's, you know, I kind of want to leave it in that box. But when it comes to my art, like, I don't mind doing that around the clock. I don't mind jumping in and jumping out of that. Um, and it's crazy because I've kind of split that into two separate things where if I'm doing art for other people, they know my style, they know how I work, they know what to expect from me. Um, so that sits in its own, that sits in its own box. But art for me, I'm just going to go off and create. I'm going to go off and do what feels right to me. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like that's in its own box as well because some lines you just can't really cross, but you can always marry your strengths together. Mm, yeah, that's good. 
So, you know, I just try to keep that same mindset with everything that I do. When people ask about social media, I can do that, mm-hmm. but I prefer not to after hours. <laughs> I'm trying to scroll my timeline for the jokes. <laughs> going on. I'm busy. <laughs> you know, um, but if you need it as a side project, I'm here. I'm always here to support. Um, I believe that's important to always be there for people that need that support, that need that help and providing that. Um, but when it comes to art, that's, that's kind of free game. Like, especially because it's new to me now, I'm just trying to see what makes me happy. What do I like? Um, is this something that I would hate in the long run, which I don't think I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just really trying to figure out what works best for me. What makes right. me happy. Three months from now, this sucks. You know, I hate it here. Gosh. Whose idea was this? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> but I think you're in a different, like a little bit of a different predicament because you're able to do this, uh, do your art, you know, after hours, like after work. And the only reason I say you're in a little bit of a different predicament, like I do my art, like it's my job, you know? Yeah. You know, and I, of course I do things like outside of my job, um, which revolves around graphic design, but still it's like a constant thing that I'm doing. And I'm not saying this to say that I'm tired of it. I'm just saying, I'm using this as a comparison as to how you're, you're, you get to do this like, you know, after work. And so it's kind of like, you're very still into like pursuing it and still very passionate about it. So I wonder if you were doing this like for consistently across the board all the time, like what your perspective would be. I think I would spiral. I honestly think I would spiral if this was full time for me, just because I can't, I can sit and do things for a long period of time, but I can't sit and do one thing. Mm. It's just, it's just never worked well for me. If you give me, I was, you know how I am with my top three. I need three things to do. Mm-hmm. Three things on my list for the day and nothing more and nothing less. And with those three, I can do one. I can jump to the other. I can always have something that I can bounce around in between. But if you just give me one task and then I have to do that for the entire day, I think I would ball up, you know, in the, to the fetal position and I would get in the corner and <laughs> I wouldn't survive. I wouldn't you would survive. go and cry in the corner? I would because it's just, I need things to do. I need, I need my mind, you know, to jump from point A to point B and then to C and then, you know, back to A if I need a break mm-hmm. from C. That's just the type of person I am. That's the type of work that I like to do. So if I'm working on art, I'm probably working on three or four pieces at the same time. Oh, wow. That's intense. It is. It can be. Because if I don't like where one is going, I have three different options. I have backup. <laughs> You're like, ah, next. Right? <laughs> you <laughs> want to decide. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. So what, what was on your, uh, I guess, your top three today? So my top three today, um, let's see. My top three, we'll say one is work, just because there's like multiple things going on with that. But there's, you know, a list of three going on there. Mm -hmm. But I have one project that I want to work on for myself. Um, I'm grabbing photos of close friends and I'm making them my muse. Like I'm pulling that art together. So, you know, don't be surprised if you see me, if you see yourself on my page. Um, I would love to see myself. <laughs> I'm not vain. Okay, hold on. Let me not, I'm not trying to be vain, but I think it'll be dope. <laughs> don't worry. It's going to happen. Yay. 
Yeah, I go to everybody's timeline and I just, you know, kind of steal photos. And I'm like, well, this is happening. Of course, I'll let them know. I'll let my friends know, like, this is happening because I'm not rude. But, <laughs> you know, it's just a fun project because I'm drawing the people that are close to me and it's something different. Um, I enjoy it. And then I would say that's two. And then three, uh, there are other pieces that I'm working on um, in collaborating with some friends. Some are working on their books. Some are working on, you know, their collections when it comes to like fashion, which is super cool because honestly, growing up, I always wanted to be a fashion designer. For real? Yes. Well, you do have a lot of fashion sense in you, so I can see that. <laughs> Thank you. I really do try. If there's one thing I will try for, it is that. And <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to break in. Like, I did not know, like, anything about fashion design. I just knew that I liked magazines, and I was so inspired by just, you know, the trending things that were happening and what people were wearing and different ways to put a look together. And then that really inspires what I'm doing now. Um, mm -hmm. If you just look at what the women are wearing in my photos, it's, you know, things you probably see today. Um, yeah. So I just like doing that. I like to marry all of my strengths together and then make it a thing. I love that. But um, I think it's cool, though, that you tried to, like, have many things going on. I don't think my brain operates that way, even though I like to have breaks from certain things to focus on other things because sometimes when you focus on something else outside of like creativity that's when it sparks because right. you're not so heavily in it um so i do like to do that but i definitely i know for a fact i could not have like three logos i'm working on at the same time i would go bananas for sure i'd be like no nah. <laughs> like i'm sorry no. like, this is not gonna work <laughs> um but we are coming to an end here, but before we go off, Jen, can you let people know where they can find you at? Yes, um, you can find me on everything and anything at I am Jen Pearson. Um, I am J-E-N-P-E-A-R-S-O-N. So you can find me anywhere and everywhere, especially on LinkedIn. I'm just throwing out thoughts there. That's like one of my favorite places. And then Twitter, I'm there for the jokes, so. Oh, that's funny. I love it. And uh, if you want to be a part of the community, the Go Off and Create community, you can follow us at Go Off and Create on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter, I feel like we're just there. Like, I, I don't really have much going on. But, you know, if you're a Twitter person, you can follow us there. That's Go Off and Create on all platforms. And if you're interested in being on the podcast, email podcast at go off and create and that's it